Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beyond Your Best Plan podcast. I am Catherine, and I'm here with my fabulous effing five sisters. You know them. If you don't, now you do. We got Claudette, Whitney, Kathleen, and Sarah, and we are bringing you fire today on the show because we are talking about something that we all have in common. We all are united. We can all relate to, and that is going through difficult times. We are all actually, as a nation, as I'm thinking like right now about this, going through really difficult times, right? I keep saying we're coming out of a pandemic, a COVID thing. However, it seems like it's heating up. Um, So we're going through, coming out, going through, wherever we are in that cycle, I don't know. Who cares? The point is it's been extremely difficult times for all of us together as a entire globe, really. You know, we've got things in the Middle East. We've got things here. I mean, there's a lot of just globally difficult things that really do impact all of us, right? And then in our own lives, we go through struggle. We go through difficult times. And like, that is like one of the only things certain in life Um, other than death and taxes is going through difficult times, going through struggles. And, you know, for me and what we're really talking about today is how we rise during those times, right? How do we rise? How do we brush our shoulders off? I think Jay-Z said that and keep it moving, right? And that's what we're talking about. We've all been there. We've all gone through it. We have had the most gorgeous things in our life that eventually come out of difficultness and challenge and struggle. And maybe that perspective alone, I know for me, you know, my story and my mind shifted and really helped elevate my life when I learned that maybe there is purpose behind those difficult times that I faced as a child and as a teenager and into my adulthood. And even today, it's always going to be challenged to deal with, always. But I know that when I learned, when I really, really got the learning that the universe is always working for us, even though it can be so flipping painful, it's always working for us. And it's how we get through those difficult times and then even more how we rise and then what we learn and elevate from those difficult times that makes our lives better. I think that's how we honor life. That's how we go next level. That's how we create missions. I know, you know, my 
purpose, my mission was born out of coming out of a extremely difficult time. So what if, what if there is purpose in these difficult times? And what if part of our human calling is how we rise out of that, rise out of that challenge and grow and develop and then spread that into the world even more? So what do you think, Sarah, as I'm sharing and we're talking about this super important topic that everybody can relate to. And I know there's going to be so much growth during the show for our listeners. What's present for you as you think about rising up through difficult times? Rise up, ladies. Rise Rise up, up. rise up. That's what's up with me. I just am holding on to that and reflecting back to times when rising above the situation. And so kind of when we say rising above, I almost think like we're taking a little flight above the situation and getting that bird's eye view of what's really happening. And because sometimes when you're in it, you can't see everything around. You can't see behind you. Maybe you can see a little bit peripheral and you definitely see what's going on in front. But rising up and rising above the situation and finding the good in it in the moment and finding the knowing. I love that you mentioned everything is happening for us. That is such a powerful statement. And I'm with you. When I began to accept that and really embed it into my being and embed it into my understanding that I was able to rise up quicker and rise above and take a different look around and say, this is happening for me. And I may not know why I may not be able to see that far out in the future, but if I can just stay in the moment and navigate through this in the most positive way, then I know that I'm going to come out on top regardless of how it might be feeling right now. And I think that there are situations that are deeply painful and extraordinarily impossible feeling on some level, but eventually you can rise up and take a look around and find ways to kind of navigate through those extremely painful situations. And I, I would even ask maybe Kathleen or Whitney to speak on how rising above the pain and rising above all of the experiences and the emotions of losing your children unexpectedly was a now looking back. I think you both have been out of the actual moment of the experience for quite a while. Uh, I would just love to know looking back how that feels. Sarah, I'll jump onto that and then Whitney, maybe you can piggyback. But for me, being in the moment of the extreme pain when you're experiencing it, and I'm thinking globally too, Sarah, of the forest fires, the hurricanes, the floods, the COVID, a worldwide, you know, experience of when you're in the moment of that extreme pain, it is difficult to think of anything other than that pain. It is probably unrealistic for any of us to believe that 
if we're experiencing it, we're actually, if we had COVID, if we're, you know, lost a child, it is difficult for that person to think of anything other than that pain that you're experiencing and actual, the actual loss of what is happening. Because frankly, the experience that we've had is part of our life now. And our life will never be the same as it was prior to that experience. If you lose a house in a fire, if you're, um, you know, you're flooded out of everything, you lose everything, you're in the middle of it. And so the belief of, of being able to rise above the pain without experiencing it is unrealistic. So the key for me is actually experiencing it, feeling through those feelings or whatever feelings you're feeling in the moment, allowing yourself to feel what that is and move through it. We are never going to be pain-free. There's going to be pain in our life. I think Catherine, you mentioned this earlier that the pain is real. It is there. And yet we don't have to sit in the suffering. So if we can remember that while we do not know why it's happening in our life in this moment and move through the experience of that pain, then there's light that can come from it. And my now teacher mentioned to me, you know, like with the forest fires and all the trees being gone in, in, the, in California and in Oregon and that region. Is it possible that those trees that are gone now were holding millions of years or thousands of years of energy, of the energy that was in that community from all the fights, all the turmoil, all the, all the energy that has occurred in that, that those trees were holding that energy. And so if those, those trees are gone now, new growth gets to happen. And so that new growth is creating new energy, new breath, new air that is bringing into the world some light and some peace and some joy. And so if we're able to see just some of the things, especially for me, you know, losing my son at the very beginning, 2010 was, you know, nothing I would want anybody to go through. So I can easily go back there pretty quickly. But what I can tell you is that I saw kindness and love and compassion that I never had seen before. People created a GoFundMe account and people donated to that GoFundMe account because I didn't have a life insurance policy on my 19-year-old son, nor did I have a lot of resources at that time. And so they created a GoFundMe account and people that donated to that, I didn't even know some of the people. There was a man that was in the community who paid for and created the space for the reception after Logan's service. So the things that occur from tragedy, the people who pick up and help people through the floods, who donate their time, their energy, nurses and doctors who are helping people through COVID, there are all kinds of people, good things that can happen. So rising up from painful situations is maybe challenging for the person that's actually experiencing it, but you as a friend, as a colleague, as someone who is just on the outside can assist them so they can find hope, inspiration, and, you know, breath. I keep going back to this every time, (laughs) breathing, believing, and just being in the moment. Don't look too far ahead. Don't look too far back. Be in the moment because this is what you can experience in this moment. I hope that was helpful, Sarah. I don't know if that um, 
Beautiful. answers your question, but yeah. No, it was insightful and absolutely beautiful. And my perspective is that it's brought you to a place that is enabling you to help thousands and thousands of other people. And my hindsight looking back is that your growth exponentially took off and you turned it by choice into something magnificent that's going to change the world moving forward. It also, thank you, sir. I, I, I received that. I really do receive that. So thank you. And I also want to say, you'll find strength in you that you never thought you had. You never, I never thought I would survive what I survived. And not only did I survive it, I'm truly thriving and I'm helping other people to step onto their own bridge and walk through their experience. So from one person's physical transition, we have touched many people's lives and continue to. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And it's just, I, that perspective, Kathleen is so powerful and gorgeous. Um, I just want to lean in on a few things, you know, so that our listeners can, you know, can understand like, what does it mean to like move through and be in the emotion, right? Like one of the things you said and, and talking about rising up during difficult times is you took in and you felt the gratitude and the gifts and the blessings that were happening to you through other angels out there and other people that are, you know, making donations to your GoFundMe page and, and reaching out and the love that you just, you took that in, you, you acknowledged it. Cause I have seen where there are people that go through difficult times and they don't even feel the love around them. They don't take in how grateful they are with everybody around them rallying strangers and friends. There are people that don't feel that gratitude that like, don't really take in that love. And I, and that is such an important piece that, that you, you acknowledged that helped you in rising is really taking in the love around you and the people, if anything, if you, if anything is take that in the gifts in your life of people helping during difficult times. Do you have a few other, because I'm somebody who I'm leaning much more into this, but I am a person through, you know, since a young, younger girl, like part of my coping was to just sort of not feel the emotion, not engage, like somehow go somewhere else, you know? So I wasn't like fully feeling the pain of, my family or whatever was happening in the moment. And so what, it, like, what are some actual things that we can do to like really get in, feel the emotion to then eventually move through it? I just really want to honor anybody who's experiencing a difficult time right now. What keeps them in the suffering and prevents them from moving through the pain is their fear. Their fear of being stuck and never getting out of the intensity of the pain because the pain is so overwhelming and physically, physically, emotionally painful that people, first of all, think they should stay there. And second of all, they're scared if they step into it and move through it, they'll never get out of it, that they will be stuck in that pain and it will be worse than what they're experiencing. So first, I just want to say, trust me, (laughs) I promise you, 
if you actually feel through your feelings and use someone, use a healer, use a, a coach, use a professional cognitive thought therapist, use someone who is in the professional field to help you move through the feelings. Because if you feel through, allow yourself to step in there and feel the pain. Then as you feel the pain, you start to feel the love. You start to realize that that's not the only thing that that's there. And, and I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, Catherine, but one of them is to find it in your body. Find where you're holding most of your pain. Put a color to it. Put a shape to it. You know, just acknowledge the thickness of it, the substance of it. Acknowledge it. Feel it. Just be there. And then as you're there, allow the light to flow in. Allow the light to come in and wrap up that energy. And as the light comes in, the love comes in, your loved ones come in, your, you know, the source, source comes in and that love around it starts to dissipate the pain. I promise you, you start to see more than just the pain. So trust that in you trust that Whitney said this on our last episode, I believe is like, trust that you are a divine purpose. Now, if, if source thought you were a good idea to be here and to experience what you're experiencing, then you're meant to experience more. You're meant to be here in this moment. So don't give up. Love that. Kathleen, I would echo everything you've said. I know that each journey is a unique journey, but there are so many commonalities as a part of, and whether it is the death of a loved one or some other difficult situation, you know, the the stages that we go through are, are the same, right? And no one's grief, no one's, what they're going through is any better or worse than somebody else's. It's just our experiences. So I want to add to it. I don't want to repeat the fabulous things that you said. And so I want to reiterate that that you need to feel what you are feeling, right? Not pretend like it's not there and, and, and like go through life. I'm acting like whatever happened didn't happen. So you you have to to feel it. And so I want to share two sources, well, three sources. One is not mine and the other two are mine. So um, shameless plug, I guess, here in a way. But one is the book that really helped me when my son died helped me through that journey. It's a book by Jerry Sitzer. Actually, I have four. I have four. The book was is a book by Jerry Sitzer. It's called A Grace Disguised. And it helped me to look at, I guess, sort of the silver lining, the positive in what was happening in the, the global happening of my life. And yes, in in the immediacy, I wasn't trying to hear that, you know, my son was in a better place or, you know, it's going to get better or time heals all. I wasn't trying to hear any of that. But there came a point in time when life, there's a moment where you recognize life goes on whether it's in the the aftermath of a divorce or friendship, 
a loved one, a job loss, whatever. There comes a point in time where you're like, okay, life goes on. Now what? And so I want to speak to that piece. So a grace disguise was extremely helpful for me in that journey and moving through navigating the experience. Kathleen's book that shares her experience and opportunities for you to tap into and grow through an experience. And we have, I believe, done an episode on this, right? We've done an episode on the book. Her book is called Shattered Together. And you can go back and listen to the episode that we did on that. So those are the two, the two that are not mine. Then I wrote an article, it's just an article on LinkedIn. You can find it from January of 2020, right after Kobe Bryant's death. Not really about Kobe Bryant, but about the silver lining that is in the things that we experienced. And it was tied to death because that is something that had just happened. But we can't stop, as as Catherine said, we can't stop the things that happen. But we do get to decide who we become as a part of what's happened in our lives. And so um, I offer that for your reading. And then uh, the fourth one is a book that I contributed to last year. It's called How to Be Crazy Amazing During Difficult Times. And the chapter that I, I wrote in that was five steps to doing this. And Kathleen would have other steps because she's an expert in this area. I just wrote from my particular experience and not just about the death of my son, but other sad and tragic or difficult times in my life. But um, I want to offer up these steps to help you is that you've got to start with stabilizing your situation, right? Getting to a place where you recognize that this is what it is and that you're not digging deeper, right? So you can have the experience and then you can dig it deeper or you can sort of get to a place where you can take a breath, right? And Kathleen's big on on, on breathing. You know, it's like get to that place where you can take a breath. Um, determine the desired outcome. And this was really huge for me. And so sort of, so this is my life. Now what? Where do I want to go from here? And this is not something that's going to happen immediately. This is part of the process. But where where do I want to go from here? Who who do I want to be? How do I want to be? And what am I going to do with this experience? And Catherine mentioned how, and I think Sarah as well mentioned how Kathleen is now using her experience to help other people navigate their experiences. Being grateful is extremely important, not just for this, but in life in general. And the more we can be grateful for all the things in life, 
And then when we can get to the point where we can even find that nugget of gratitude in the difficultness will make a huge difference. And then take your focus off yourself, right? The more we spend time focused on our pain, and I'm saying this is you have to, yes, and feel what you're feeling, feel the pain. But there comes a point in time where you have to stop focusing on the pain because the more you focus on the pain, the harder it will be to move through it. And then, um, so, you know, whether that's about service of other people, after my son passed, I got a rescue dog, right? I just felt a need to have, I had love that needed an outlet. And so look for the opportunities to be of service to other people. And then the final, final one is just take a step, one step, any step, small step, big step, leaping, bounding, running, walking, crawling, whatever. Just take one step, one step towards someone else, one step in your gratitude, one step towards the future you that is blooming out of the experience. Just take one step. So those are the five things that I would offer up as ways to rise during difficult times. That is such amazing information, Whitney, and not just information, but truly things you practice And it is powerful. I would also add to just taking one step, really feeling proud of yourself for whatever that step looks like during, you know, difficult times. And that, you know, sometimes we just sort of go through the motions, especially during difficult times. And to really be mindful at acknowledging yourself for where you are and that one step even if it's brushing your teeth that day <laughs> or, you know, going that for is a such walk a outside. <laughs> You're laughing, Catherine, but that is such a, you know, getting, yeah, brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, taking a bath, right? Really? Whatever, you know, yeah. stepping outside, seeing the sunshine or opening oh, yes. the blinds or whatever. You're, you know, you're absolutely right. Celebrating whatever that is, is hugely important. Absolutely. What say you, Claudette? A warrior, my sister, she has been through a lot of challenges along the way that she has risen up. So what is present for you? As I was sitting here listening to everyone speak, all my beautiful sisters, and just wanted to provide the space for Kathleen and and Whitney to talk about such a sacred journey that they went on. I call it a sacred journey because what we experience here on earth, you know, if we turn inward, it will cause growth. If we look for solutions outward, we'll stay stagnant. And I never want to imagine the loss of a child. I don't even want to experience that or know that. I do remember There have been, I'm not suicidal, but there have been times in my life where things were so bad that I thought, well, maybe if I just drive the car off the road, 
and hit a tree hard enough, then, you know, I'll just end it and I can just move on or my spirit will go wherever. And then the thought would come to me, but most likely I'll drive the car off the road and become paraplegic. And, you know, I'm like, so I'm not going to do it, you know. I mean, I've these thoughts, and when those thoughts would come to me, I'm like, that's pretty bad that I'm having that thought, you know. So the emotion that goes around to have that thought, the emotion that I was experiencing, all the thoughts that led up to those thoughts, right? Like, and the emotional spin of it, right? So you're you're in despair and sadness if you're having those types of thoughts. And I would focus on that despair and sadness. And this plays off of what Whitney said is what are you going to focus on? And we're such powerful beings. So, you know, there's the ego human side of ourselves and that's who we think we are until we begin to realize we're so much more. You know, everyone walks around going, there's more. I know there's more. There's got to be more, right? We all say it because our spirit and our soul are programmed to tell you there's more, right? So that you can begin to search for the more. And so I knew there was more. And, but while I was focusing on despair and sadness, despair and sadness is where I stayed. That was where I resided. It was like a state of being. It's like walking into the room of despair and sadness, shutting the door and just kind of focusing on it. Um, My emotions would spin out of control and it would get worse and worse and I would get exhausted. And so just remembering that you are spirit, you are not your emotions. You're actually, your emotions are actually telling you, they're giving you feedback of what you believe about what happened or what you have just experienced, right? And so they're giving you feedback and they're here for that feedback. And we need feedback. It's healthy to have emotions. Don't suppress them. This has been said by everybody today. Don't suppress, don't pretend. If an emotion is happening, own it. However, I'm going to share, it's not a mantra, it's not an affirmation, it's a, it's a proclamation. And the truth that is in me is greater than any power in the world. If you just start to say that, the truth that is in me is greater than any power in the world. And you know, you think you won't survive, but if you just cling to that, or you can say, I ask for the truth to rise in me for my freedom. And that you, you can say that too. I ask for the truth to rise in me for my freedom. What you're doing is you're evoking the law of truth. Once you turn your awareness to truth, the truth starts to come and the truth is what sets you free. And the truth is what can heal your heart. And these are truths that everybody, I'm sure if I went back and asked everybody on this call, when you were coming out of your dark, you know, experience, because we've all had something, when you were coming out of that, what began to happen? And they would say, I realized, or I this, or I that, or I, that's truth rising in different ways, but it, it comes. So when, when we ask for the truth, the truth comes in multiple ways. It comes through your intuition. It rises up in you. There is hope because you're a spirit that came here to conquer. You came here to learn 
who you really are. You came here to shed the limitations and to shed the lower ego self. But that lower ego self has served you. Okay, it has. But, you know, when you start to become aware of there's more, it's time to start going, okay, who am I in the more? Who am I in that space? And then what happens, it's a journey that we go on. It's not just like driving through Starbucks and getting a latte. Like it doesn't happen that fast. You got to take it step by step. But eventually you begin to be untouchable. And I don't mean in a way that you don't get upset. I just had a very good friend pass away. That was like a brother to me. I cried. I cried, I cried, I bawled my eyes out. And then I began to, when I was ready, I got truth and I got peace. And, you know, who's to say, I could have cried for two months. There's no judgment on how long it takes us to get there. But I'm just saying, eventually we have to. Because, you know, I think Whitney said life goes on. Like, eventually we have to, in in honor of those that have left before us, may we honor their name and the essence of their beautiful soul and everything that we learned and discovered from them. And may we hold them in our heart and may we live life to its fullest. And that's, that's all I got to say today. <laughs> that's beautiful. Live life to the fullest. And our truth is greater than any other power out there. So we've got to wrap. And as we wrap, Sarah, I want to come right back to you, my love, because you demonstrate love like so uniquely when you are going through difficult times, even when you're going through a business transition and releasing a business partner which is a enormous transition to go through, a breakup, essentially. I still saw you show up in love and it was so inspirational and it was certainly a very difficult time in your life. Can you share as we wrap, how do you do that? How do you (laughs) be in difficultness and challenge and struggle and show up in such love? You know, I wish I had source and I have thought about this a lot, but I can't remember the source. When I was young, it was impressed on me that if you stayed stuck in the emotion and in the anger and in the upset, that that's where you stayed. And that would always be wrapped around that situation until you created something different. And so I approached a lot of situations with forgiveness. And through forgiving in those moments, I was able to rise above, you know, for lack of a a better way to say it, I was, I was able to rise out of the hurt, out of the anger, out of the upset. And what I always knew I was preventing was bitterness. Mm. I knew that if I, I stayed there, I would become even more bitter. I would become angry. I would become sad and I would become self-destructive. And so I, again, maybe one day I'll remember the source and the moment that really came into my life, but that has been a driver 
I was around somebody who was very bitter. She was very angry and extraordinarily sad. And I just remember not wanting to be that. Mm. So, yeah, that's where it really comes, Catherine, as a survival technique as a child and moving into adulthood. So thank you. And it's not easy. And I think Whitney, maybe Kathleen even said it too, is, or maybe not even this podcast, but another podcast that it is, you know, in that moment where we're able to move forward that we win. Right. And that life and the life and the journey keeps moving forward and we are able to continue on and do greater and better things. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the question. I love that. I have goosebumps, chills, tears. Like, thank you for sharing that. And like I said, it is such an inspiration watching you move through challenge and struggle and seeing you show up in love because I do believe that is the answer and it can be a very challenging answer in the moment and love yourself. Bitterness, as Sarah was mentioning, will eat us alive. It adds to the difficultness, forgiveness. Thank you. Did you have one more thing, Sarah? Yeah. And forgiveness, I think the other message is that we're all doing our best. We are all doing our absolute best yeah and so remembering that that and remembering to love and forgive because that's what we're all just trying to do it's gorgeous is our best (laughs) mic drop i know it's that is beautiful and so as you move through difficulty or as you can as you're moving through difficulty today or if you think about difficulty that you have risen up through in your life, reflecting on that, because there's always places to grow and improve, right? So reflection, journaling on if you're going through a difficult time or you have, perhaps there's some ways you can improve and there's ways you can pull out uh, ways that you, you're you super proud of, because that's very important to acknowledge yourself. Another thing is if you're in difficult times, know you are not alone. I repeat, you are not alone. You have us fab effing five sisters here reach out to us. Part of moving through difficulty is to have a team, to have a positive team, a team of people who have risen through difficult times. We are here for you. We have your back. Please reach out if you're going through something and you are feeling alone because I promise you, you are not with us. We love you. Thank you for being here, for holding space. Thank you for listening. Please check out our social media if you haven't already at Beyond Your Best Plan on Facebook and the other one, what is it called again? Oh yeah, Instagram. (laughs) Just kidding. So follow us there. If you haven't already given us a rate and a review, on your favorite podcast platform, please do that as well. It means so much to us. We love you. Have a beautiful day. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. 
We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.